Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome back to Avila Theory. In this episode, we're going to talk about home air quality. I'm CJ, and this is my lovely wife, Nicole, who is drinking a beautiful, giant iced coffee. Actually, it's not. It's not? It's not. It's um, iced chocolate. Iced hot chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Caffeine-free? Caffeine-free, and it's made with like cacao and mushrooms and... It looks super yummy. It's so good. It looks like an iced coffee. Yeah. Cacao and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. What kind of mushrooms you put in there? It's a uh, reishi or raishi. Raishi? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cool. It's delicious. Four Sigmatic. Nice. That's the brand. We've been eating a lot more mushrooms and like doing more mushroom things this year. It's the year yeah. of mushrooms for us. Definitely. Yeah. Lots of mushrooms. How would you say COVID-15 is going for you? COVID-15? Mm-hmm. Oh, my COVID-15. Oh, good question. Uh-huh, thank thank you. you. I know. Thank you for teeing it up. So COVID-15, a lot of people have either gained 15 pounds or 50 pounds <laughs> or lost some weight. And uh, someone said that there's like three kinds of people, a hunk, a chunk, and a drunk. Right? <laughs> During COVID. During COVID. <laughs> yeah. I've and definitely been all three. I th- there have been periods for me same 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 mm-hmm. been all three mm-hmm. um, at least okay so we uh, let's see so drunk let's start with drunk sure um, we've drank a ton of alcohol during yeah. COVID nineteen uh-huh. but also we took off the entire month of was it uh, May? May or March March. We either took off we took March off or May or something. Yeah. We took a drink uh, a month off of drinking mm-hmm. together. Yep. We both did that. And then this month, July, I have taken off drinking except for last night <laughs> we uh, <laughs> had a margarita. We had a margarita. It was yeah. it was the one margarita all month, and it was a very special occasion because for the first time in many many months we had an, an official date yeah. where our the kids were with my folks. Yeah. So that was that was a special occasion. But yeah, so I think in terms of drunk, we've been okay. Well, I mean, yes, we're definitely yeah. not. Yes, sure, we're okay. We're okay, but I mean, like, we're we're definitely like we've we've been a drunk. We've, yeah, we've, we've been I'm, there. We've, At we've, the beginning, for sure, yes. I was drinking what felt like every day. Yeah, you know, it's dinner time. You just want to white relax. claw or three, and then yeah. and yeah. then when we went up to the lake. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, it You're just like, feels so good at the end of the day to sit outside. Yeah, we've been working our butts off, mm-hmm. just like shoveling and digging and yeah. building things and yeah. So painting. the problem with being a drunk, I guess, yeah. is that it turns you into a chunk. A chunk. So let's look at chunk <laughs> next. Yeah. So chunk. I mean, the the nice thing about White Claw is only 100 calories. Right. But when we're drinking these homemade margaritas, margaritas <laughs> yeah. that are like, you know, sugar on the rim, sugar inside, sugar yeah. on the top. Yeah. Okay. So chunk. How are we doing on, on chunk wise? Oh, I'm not doing great. You're not doing great? Well, something happened last September where I kind of started getting into new um, not-good-for-me habits. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of fell off of exercising, and generally, um, I... I stick to one specific kind of eating, mm-hmm. um, and that for me just kind of keeps me at what I feel like is a normal, healthy weight. Yep. Something happened, and so one thing spiraled into another, and then it was the holidays, and then there's this thing called COVID-19, mm-hmm. and before you know it, none of my clothes are fitting me the way yeah. that I would like them to fit me. So I've been working on that. It has been so so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started you know, going back to like counting calories and making sure that 
we're choosing healthier options. I'm only drinking twice a week now. Mm-hmm. I did not decide to give up alcohol completely in July because I just didn't feel like that was a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. But I did switch the alcohol I was drinking so that it's not all sugary. Yeah. And so I've made a bunch of great choices, but man, it takes forever to see any progress yeah, yeah. on that scale. Yes. So I still feel like a chunk. Okay. You? So you're feeling chunky. Mm-hmm. I like around the same time that COVID started, I started experimenting with keto and we've, we've talked about that in a previous episode where I was eating, um, a more keto friendly diet. And then like that, so that worked for, uh, for a little while really well. And then I kind of, um, started like getting a little bit more lax. And so then I tried to mix in intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing, I've been aiming to do like a eight hours of feeding, 16 hours of fasting type situation. Uh, I usually end up eating more like nine hours a day or 10 hours a day and fasting for whatever that is, you know, 15, 14 hours, uh, which was cool. And that actually, like, I have definitely found that my body likes eating fat and protein. It does not like eating carbs. It's like carbs are not good for me, but I I do enjoy sugar a ton. Mm-hmm. And I know that keto is supposed to be like mostly fat and like a little bit of protein, a little bit of carbs. But, um, if I, I, am finding that if I have a super high protein, super high fat mm-hmm. or like high protein, moderate fat diet that I tend to lose weight a little bit easier. Right. And so between intermittent fasting, eating mostly keto or like a kind of like high protein keto and exercising, mm-hmm. I have not felt super chunk. For Good a while, for yeah. And how much weight have you lost since since starting? Like my starting starting weight, I think mm-hmm. I've lost thirty six pounds now. Dang! Yeah. So that brings us to hunk, huh? Yeah. So let's go to hunk. You turned let's into go a to hunk. hunky hunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think part of exercise, mm-hmm. right? Like part of being successful with exercise is having habits that you have formed and habits that we are forming around. Um, the lifestyle that is forced by COVID, meaning being at home and like not being able to go to a gym and not having to travel a lot, Mm -hmm. like the combination of all these things have, I think, enabled us to force pretty good habits around going for walks in the morning, Mm -hmm. which is one. And then, yes, thank you. And then also riding, going for like stationary bike rides. So we, uh, yeah, I think like, between between like switching up my diet a little bit at the beginning of COVID and all the bike riding and all the the walking and everything, like it's been really successful for me. I do want to get down to that, uh, you know, the uh, heavyweight. Not yeah. You're still working towards your goal. I'm weight. working to, towards my goal weight, which mm-hmm. is two oh five. Nice, so, yeah. putting it out there, getting close. Yeah, you can hold me accountable. Uh, yeah, two oh five. That's the that's the goal awesome. weight. I'm not going to tell you what my goal weight is. (laughs) I've got about 10 pounds to go, so we'll just keep it there. I have just under 20 pounds to go. So I'm, yeah, that's great. Good job, babe. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's other stuff we could do to be more hunky? Um, I don't, I mean, I feel like I'm doing everything right. It just, it's a time of stress and your body can really hang on to weight during times of stress. I mean, sure, you could be stricter about keto, right? Mm -hmm. You could give up coffee. We not necessarily need to give up coffee, but the stuff you put in the coffee. Yeah, the sugar and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are things. I could work out more. Um, I think you just have to find the balance that works Mm -hmm. for you. I think another really important part is sleep. 
Yes. And if you like, I think we've also like experimented a bit with our nighttime routines. Mm-hmm. So like bringing mm-hmm. the computer to bed and watching TV in bed is not good for yeah, sleep. You know what I have, I feel like I've done my own experiment during these past couple of months and, um, I stopped bringing my computer to bed. So normally I would get ready for bed and then lay in bed and watch some Netflix show or something. And sometimes I would fall asleep to it, um, and then shut it off, stick it under my bed and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I wake up the next morning feeling not really rested. Mm-hmm. And so for a little while, I started bringing a book to bed and re- reading my book. And so I didn't read a Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read a book, so I'm not sure if it'd be different. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did that, and there were other things during the day, you know, I feel like once you make one good choice, it always snowballs into yeah. a bunch of great choices. Yes. And so with reading, I was also exercising a little bit more and even like making my bed as mm-hmm. soon as I wake up in the morning. And that also seems like a good way to start the day. Anyway, I found I wasn't staying up as late because reading does tend to make me tired. Mm-hmm. And then I could, I was waking up on my own earlier and earlier mm-hmm. and feeling like I had actually slept yeah. and not being like, oh, I can't believe I have to get up again and do mm-hmm. this life again. So I definitely think devices should be removed yeah. from the bedroom. The sleep situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I've even started turning my phone off. Yeah. Just to see if that makes a little bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think it does. Yeah, I think so. I totally agree. I think also, in addition to the phone being an electronic and having radio waves and being blue light that helps like stimulate your awakeness or whatever, mm-hmm. like it also brings other things. Like if I get a Slack message for work or if I get an email from work or if I got if we see some activity or some motion on the nest camera right. like all of these things are being push notified to me and they're all increasing my anxiety level mm-hmm. and making me worried about stuff and so we had like a really uh high stress guest that stayed with us it was like a bunch of young young buckaroos mm-hmm. and that was driving me super crazy. I was like, they're just going to be burning the house down. And so every time we got a push notification on Nest, I'd be like, what are these people doing? Like, this is so stressful. And so I turned that off and that helped a ton. Definitely. Um, And so I guess the point really is finding and tweaking your everyday life to make it feel healthier to you. And since we are home all the time, CJ can work from home. So I know a lot of people have been able to go back to work, um, but he worked from home anyway, so Mm -hmm. that hasn't changed. And the boys and I are home Mm 24-7. And it is the summer, so we would have normally been home, but we would have been out way more. I would take them with me to run errands, do our grocery shopping. We would go to the pool. We would go to water parks. The library. Yeah. Discovery Museum, so many things that we are absolutely not doing. We are staying 100%. Yeah. So then I got to thinking, like, what are we breathing when Mm -hmm. we are home? Mm -hmm. And that's what we really want to talk about today. Yes. Is the home air quality. Yeah. We're all here, all four of us. It's hot out. Mm -hmm. We are not opening the windows. And so I've just been on this really long journey of trying to make our lives um, as healthy as possible. And I'm not just talking about food. I'm also referring to cleaning products and products you're putting on your skin, which is the largest organ of your body. Like what is 
in that lotion or what is in the toilet bowl cleaner, Mm -hmm. is that really safe for us to be breathing in? And on top of that, how long is it in the air of our house? Um, And what kind of side effects? And I think that there are side effects we don't realize actually... um, are caused by these things, mm-hmm. like maybe itchy eyes or scratchy throat for a long time. And still, even sometimes, um, when I get up in the morning, I feel like itchy. Like my, th- hmm. I just, I kind of feel like I've been sitting next to pollen mm-hmm. all night long. And so I'm always curious, like, oh, is there something in our sheets? Or uh-huh. I don't know, did it just, everything just finally set in overnight? So, or was there actually pollen outside? Yeah. Or yeah. was it just like, I need to be taking Claritin a little bit more often? Yeah. Um, so I've just been doing a lot of research and I have been seeing a lot about air purifiers mm-hmm. and how they are really helpful in your home. And I thought, oh, what better time to get one if we need one than a time when we are all home all the time. Yeah. So I started doing some research and um, I I learned a lot. You did. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like if we wind wind back a little bit, right, Mm -hmm. like part of the – um, like the side effects that you talked about, right? Itchy eyes and maybe like a little bit of uh, like kind of feeling like allergies. Mm-hmm. Like that's a side effect that you might be able to attribute to other things, right? Mm-hmm. Like it could be, it could be like natural allergies outside or it could be actually like some like sort of chemicals in your house, yep. right? But the one that I think is really interesting is the smell. So okay, like yes. a lot of people don't realize, like you get used to your, the smell of your house, right? Yeah. We've been here for four I think months. they call it nose blind. Yeah. You get nose blind. I actually remember learning about or this in psychology. Yeah. yeah. There's like uh-huh. a, some sort of nerve, like whatever. There's some brain stuff that happens mm-hmm. that makes you forget about the smell. Yeah. You don't smell your house. Yes. You don't smell your own house if you've been in it for a while. Yeah. But after we took this long break where, uh, you know, like we would be out of the house for a long time at the cabin or whatever, and we come back, we could smell the house was like a little dusty or like a little dungy. Yeah. It just, it smelled, it didn't smell like, oh, we left something spoiled in the fridge. No. It smelled like dust. Yeah. Like like the bottom of a a closet or something kind of. Yeah. 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 And it just, it was frustrating us because it happened every time we came back. Yeah. And we feel like we have a pretty clean, healthy house. Yeah. And so that did kind of spark the journey of like, what is going on? Yeah. So, and also, I'd like to give you an idea. We have us, we use a service called Filter Easy, which we pay like some. It's actually some, not called Filter Easy anymore. Oh. Okay. Somebody bought them, but okay. well, go ahead. Yeah. We, we, we signed up for some subscription a long time ago mm-hmm. for filters for the air filter in the house. Mm-hmm. And they, it's so nice because it just shows up. Like yeah. you just pay your monthly subscription or your, I can't remember if it's like quarterly or I think it's quarterly. It's a quarterly fee. I think it's like $10 or something. It's super cheap. Uh, okay. Well, it's called second nature. Now. Okay. Now it's called second nature. Um, but there are three different types of filters that you can buy. And also, so the price depends on which type of filter you buy and also the size and how many you need for your house. Got it. Okay. So ours is actually about 20 bucks a month, or not a month, a time that we get per a quarter. Filter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's so nice about it is you like, you kind of set it and forget it, right? Like remembering to replace your air filter and do that preventative maintenance on your home is definitely not something that is easy to do. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember when we had previous homes, right? Like yeah. 
we maybe changed the filter three times ever. Right. For like the many years that we lived there. Just when you walked by and you were like, hmm, yeah, that looks like, kind of black. Exactly. We should probably like, change okay, that. Yeah, like let's go to Home Depot and get something to replace this black filter right. that's, yeah. Um, and then you, like when you're at Home Depot, you have to remember the right size and like, does it fit? And is this the right one? Et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Whereas with filter easy, you sign up, you set it, forget Second it. Second nature. Second nature. Sorry. <laughs> this is, this totally sounds like a, an advertisement. It's not, but I want to just like say, this is an this easy is a, way. It's an easy way to do it. And like, I'm trying to make the point that like our house, we do make an effort to keep the house yeah. fresh and clean. Yeah. We don't have pets. Yeah. We don't have pets. We don't have like, it's, we don't have like crazy things that should be making the house smell odd. And so mm-hmm. Nicole has been like digging in real deep to try to figure out how we can make the air in the house cleaner. Yes. So what are like, uh, I know you found a whole bunch of different ways. Air purifier is one of them. Right. But like what are the other things that people could do for free? So uh, what the issue here is, um, is that maybe what you're bringing into your house is actually off gassing. Um, and that would be, so have you heard of VOCs? Me? Yeah. Have I heard of a VOC? Yeah. An AOC? <laughs> no. Before I had told you about it, had you heard of a VOC before? Uh, no. Okay. So a VOC is a, is it volatile? Yeah. Volatile organic compound. So my source here is epa.gov. So VOCs are emitted as gases from certain solids or liquids. VOCs include a variety of chemical chemicals, some of which may have short and long-term adverse health effects. Concentrations of many VOCs are consistently higher indoors, up to 10 times higher than outdoors. And um, VOCs are emitted by a wide array of products. So like your paints and your aerosol sprays and your cleansers and disinfectants and your moth repellents and maybe things for your hobbies, Um, dry cleaning, pesticides, the couch that you just bought, um, mm-hmm. all of this is covered in different chemicals. Some of them are totally fine and some of them are not. Um, I know a lot of things like probably couches, mm-hmm. um, are covered in flame retardant. Yeah. I was going to ask, is that a VOC, the flame retardant stuff? I, I, I mean, I, that's the category I would put so. it under. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's like in kids clothes too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, we're constantly bringing things into the house, um, especially plastics and all of those things are emitting some sort of chemical. Mm-hmm. And again, like maybe it's totally fine and it's safe for your body to inhale those things. Maybe it's not, or maybe it's not in high concentrations. And yep. so you've just brought in a bunch of new things and all of a sudden maybe you're getting headaches or yep. so. And people's lifestyle is changing with COVID mm-hmm. before people would come home they would they would only be at home for 12 hours a day mm-hmm. or eight hours a day while they're sleeping and then they'd go back out to work right, right. and like now that everyone is home all the time and it's you know probably what else more they're probably doing what? they're probably disinfecting a lot of things a lot more yeah and so they're being exposed to the chemicals that are in those cleaners yeah okay so all of this was really it was so troubling to me well the other thing the other thing too is that like um Kids now that kids are going to be homeschooled or mm-hmm. uh, be doing like remote learning for public school. Exactly. Kids are at home more. That means you're even you're going to be disinfecting the kids' stuff more. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the the possibility that um, these are harmful, right? Like right. is it's it's different now than it was before COVID because you're spending twice as much or more time in the space. Yes. So I researched ways that we could try to. Would mitigate be the right word? Yeah. Um, and the freeways mm-hmm. open up the windows, which is really hard to do 
right now. When it's 95 it's degrees. so hot. <laughs> and it's also really hard to do in the winter when it's freezing cold. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about it, and we really want to make an effort to do this because I think just fresh air in general just kind of really helps clear your mind. Mm-hmm. So the, we have like the smallest window that we can actually open up our windows before it's way too hot outside. Yeah. Um, so we're hoping, you know, as soon as we get up in the morning, just open up the house, even just for 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. um, just to really bring in the clean air, hopefully clean air. That's the other thing is you have to know what's going on outside your home. Yep. So we, um, have an HOA. And so we pay into something that takes care of our lawn and all Mm. of our plants for us. So we need to pay attention to, are they spraying pesticides? What kind of work are they doing? Because we don't want to open up our house and then have all of those things come in as well. So Mm -hmm. that's just a little side note. Uh, But that's one free way. Just open up your house as much as you can to get all of those VOCs back out fresh air back in. Yeah. There was something about, um, a leaky house versus a nice sealed house. Mm -hmm. I think probably if you live in a climate that where the, the temperature doesn't fluctuate very much and you, uh, maybe you live in a place that doesn't really need to have an air conditioner or doesn't really need to have a heater for some reason, or doesn't need to have, um, like super tight, like double pane sealed windows with spray foam all around and such, right. then your house is probably a little bit leakier. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be um, like the air that's outside your house and the air that's inside your house is going to be kind of like completely replaced more frequently if you have a leaky house than if you have a sealed house. Mm-hmm. And so where we live, the temperature swings between summer and winter are just incredible. Like right. in the winter, we can hit negative Fahrenheit, uh, we'll go into the negative Fahrenheit degrees. And then in the summer, we'll break over 100 in Fahrenheit degrees. And so all the houses that are in northern Nevada or in like high deserts like ours Mm -hmm. are super, super well sealed. And so this is even more important to think about like how you can how you can improve the air transfer and like making sure that you're like swapping out the air that's outside with the air that's inside. Yeah, and I think it needs to be done frequently because um, things could be constantly off-gassing for a while. Like Mm -hmm. brand new couch, as I mentioned earlier, it's not going to be better with just opening your windows one day. It's going to constantly be releasing things into the air. Um, I mean, on the other side of it, you could start researching furnishings that don't do this. (laughs) Um, But for now, we'll just talk about how we can clean the air. So um, another Great idea. So uh, so we talked about the HVAC filter. Yep. There's actually a specific type of filter that will filter better mm-hmm. than others. And I think, was it the Merc 13? It's M-E-R-C, yeah, Merc, Merv, M-E-R-V 13 filter. Um, and actually, we do have that for second nature. Oh, cool. Um, so that was done easy. Also, it recommends that you vacuum, um, mm-hmm. it being EPA. You know, I thought this part was from Harvard. Was it? The vacuuming part, I think. Right here. Look for HEPA. Oh, yeah, vacuum. yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, so you want to make sure that you have a HEPA filter, yep. H-E-P-A filter, in yep. your vacuum. Because if you don't, then you are probably just spreading the stuff around yep. on the ground instead of actually sucking it up through an appropriate filter and having it stored away. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about it, like the ground is probably the dirtiest because that's where things are, um, after floating in the air, they are then landing on the ground. So if you've got kids or dogs, they're all over the ground. They're getting this stuff all over them. So you want to keep it as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I can't remember where, but it's it also recommended um, having some sort of hard surface for mm-hmm. flooring yep. instead of carpet because carpet can really soak in all the things, which we have carpet. So yep. we'll have to work on that. Fun fact that I totally forgot. Mm-hmm. Teslas come with HEPA filters. Oh. They come with like super high grade cool. yeah, HEPA filters. Um, also, I did not know this, but you should always use the um, fan in your hood if you have a gas range stovetop yeah uh because that emits a ton of harmful gases that you should yeah be that uh a study so, has shown was really harmful for kids yeah and I, I had no idea i mean i would imagine that a lot of homes have gas in their homes so that surprised me so i already started oh i forgot this morning darn it it's like it's new habits that you have to create um so i have started doing that on occasion hopefully i can start implementing it more full-time mm-hmm. um and then there still studies being done about this but they um some studies show that plants can also help clean the air mm-hmm. so like, yeah pothos plants and snake plants and a couple of others Knowing all these plant I things. I, I, re- I really, I just want to create like the healthiest, safest environment for us, especially because you're working from home. Like mm-hmm. I know you do everything you can to make sure your brain is as sharp as possible. Yeah. Like take mushrooms. Yeah. So, I mean, if we can, if having clean air mm-hmm. also helps you to think more clearly, yeah. which another study showed that um, having air that is not clean can make you more forgetful. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So interesting study. Mm-hmm. Also, um, somewhere in Southern California, there was like this terrible gas leak. And um, I can't remember the city it was in or anything, but parents freaked out because they didn't want to send their kids to school where this gas leak was. And so they invested in air purifiers for the whole school. Mm-hmm. But uh, by the time they got the air purifiers, it had been three months since the gas leak and the gas was already gone. But mm-hmm. they'd already purchased them, so they installed them and they noticed that the kids' test scores increased. Yeah, they improved the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, it's wild. So cool. It is. And oxygen, like, we all know that oxygen is, like, really important for the brain and such, so... Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so I think I'm sold. A couple questions, right? Like, uh, how do you know if the quality in your of the air in your home is like acceptable? Also, like, wasn't one of them like smoking? Like, smoking indoors was like really, right, right. really. You definitely like, don't obviously want to smoke you don't want to smoke yeah. indoors. But like, I think that was like the number one one. Like, it was the number one thing that could like make the right, air in your house bad. Because of all of the chemicals in the cigarettes. Yeah. So like, one hundred percent. Do not smoke inside. Right. Um, so yes, how do you know if your air is bad? Yeah. I mean, I would honestly just assume that it is because of all of the products that we are using these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can test it. So there are little handheld devices that you can buy, uh, that will test the air for you. I started researching them this morning because CJ was like, I would rather start there mm-hmm. than just kind of dive into because air filters are, are not cheap. Yeah. Or air purifiers. Air, air purifiers are not cheap. Filters, filters are, not filters are affordable. Purifier. If you're going to buy, what what are like the range, the price ranges for these purifiers, the air purifiers? Oh, 300 to $1,000. 1000 Sure. Wow. I mean. Oh, isn't, okay. So there's another device too that you can, like uh, modern HVA system, HVAC systems might have, mm-hmm. what is it called again? It's like a heat register Something. It's a, it's a device which 
is intended to help improve the transfer of the air from outside to inside, remember? Yeah. What is it called? I don't know what it's called, but there are definitely systems that will bring in air from outside. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe yours already does it. If you live in a newer home or if you just recently replaced your HVAC system. Um, Are you looking it up? No, I was, I was just trying to like remember yeah. uh, what that looked like. But okay, so you can measure you can measure the air quality in your house with one of these little devices, right? So I started doing research on them this morning, and they just the ones that you can get for home that are affordable. They don't seem reliable. Oh. So I'm sure there are great ones, but I feel like they probably cost as much as the air purifier. So the uh, ones I was seeing were around a hundred bucks, hundred twenty, hundred fifteen, just to measure. Yeah. And I was pouring through the reviews because that's what I do before I buy anything, mm-hmm. and they all were inconsistent. Some were like, you know, if you really know how to calibrate this thing, then it's great. And others were like, this thing never works. It always says that the air is terrible. And Mm. it just, I didn't feel confident that it was actually going to help us and that it was worth spending $120 on. So again, like I didn't spend a ton of time researching, uh, but even one of the reviews said like, I'm just going to have my husband bring the one from work home, which mm. to me meant like there are higher grade, Commercial higher quality. Grade, yeah. Quality yeah. But at yeah. that point, like if you're going to spend that kind of money, like why not just spend the money on the air purifier? Yeah. I wonder if there's also like services like there definitely are. You just like have someone come over and give you a, mm-hmm. but again, a like how much is that going to cost? Yep, a few yep. hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. We should start um, a business. Yeah. I think we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, another recommendation was to have well, it's okay. I was going to say another recommendation was to have the air ducts cleaned uh-huh. in your house, which I, I had. I know one of our friends did yep. that recently because mm-hmm. she was feeling like every time she turned on the air conditioning, she got really sneezy and itchy ass. Hmm. Um, she lived in a much older home, mm-hmm. and so they had never been cleaned. So those were cleaned. But I feel like I read something that it's only helpful in certain cases, and you should really consult an HVAC company and they would know whether or not that is a service you should have done in your home. Okay. Yeah. Having just been in the attic to install an S-cam, there's tons of those, like there are tons of ducts like going all over the attic to pipe in the AC into the house. So Mm -hmm. that's not surprising. Yeah. Also, um, I believe beeswax candles. Oh yeah. Okay. So going back to smell. The beeswax candle actually helps clean the air? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but it also helps with smell. Okay, yeah. So, like, um, let's say we get the the house perfectly pure. Mm-hmm. The air is crystal clear. Mm-hmm. As soon as you breathe it, you become 10 times smarter. Right. Right? Then we want to make the house smell fresh and good without chemicals. Like, uh-huh. what are the things that we so can do to make it? I think plants and also beeswax candles because um, you can add... Uh, more natural sense to them, like maybe essential oils mm-hmm. or other things. Um, and they are doing double duty. I mean, they're making the house smell better and also um, cleaning the air. So normal standard candles that mm-hmm. you can go buy at any store are actually insanely unhealthy. So I don't yeah. recommend them at all. They're okay. just made with such harmful chemicals. On top of that, they have fragrances in them to make them smell better. And fragrances are just so bad for your body. So try to stay away from those no matter what. Um, so if I know you love candles. I'm a candle man. Mm-hmm. So beeswax candles. <laughs> I, I, we haven't tried them out ourselves. They're actually fairly expensive. Okay. 
So I've been looking for recipes just right. to make my own. Um, well, well, we'll try some of this stuff out and we'll report back. Yeah. So that's what I feel like. We're kind of, we're in the research phase. We've done a ton of research. We're really sure that we want to clean up our air. Um, and now we just have to do the implementing. Yep. So. I really want to measure. Like, even if it costs a bunch, like, just for science. Okay. Like, I want to measure and then do stuff and see it improve. Kind of yeah. the way with keto where you can pee on the sticks, right? And you I get know. to, like, see you get, Okay. Like, then I challenge you to. Do some research on yeah. how to measure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it did seem like it was a lot of money for Got it. not great results. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's just something that's been on my mind. We're home all the time, and why not try to make our house even more comfortable? Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we we hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, yeah, we will we will t- we'll chat soon. We'd love to hear how you keep your air clean and how you keep your house smelling good while also not poisoning yourself. And if you're convinced that you need an air purifier, like I am, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also started the research on uh, companies that. Sell yeah, them. we should share some links. We'll, we we can put some links in the uh, in the show notes. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, um, cool. Got anything else? Oh, you were gonna do a trivia about uh, Frozen oh, Two. Oh shoot! Uh oh, I didn't think of anything. Okay, though. so we just saw Frozen Two for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I don't know why it took us so long to watch it. It's because been out for like a year. Because the kids don't want to see it. I know. And so we were like, do we spend our date night going to see Frozen 2 or do we wait till it comes out? And then it came out and... And then we were into the unknown. Right. Uh, but I watched a behind the scenes on it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So ask me a thing from behind the scenes. I uh, know, but you're just... I, mm, mm. Let me see. Um, Olaf. No. <laughs> I feel like I told you all the things like oh, gosh. that. Um, is it Josh Gaff? Josh Gad. Gad. Yeah. He um, like ad libs most of his lines. Oh my gosh! Yeah. He's like, a, a, yeah. That that's really funny. Where did you find the behind the scenes so people it's can go Disney check it out? Plus. Okay, Disney Plus. Yeah. If you happen to be blessed with one of those Great. subscriptions, then you could check that out. Yeah. It, it was just, it was so good. It just showed you like how they record the music and how they get the orchestra together and how they have the actors say their lines 20 different times until they get it the, the right way mm-hmm. and how, um, you know, they make this movie for like four years and how it, the whole like animation studio consists of like hundreds of different software engineers, which I think is so cool. I really wanted the kids to watch it with me, but they refused <laughs> because they want them to see like they love computers. They love video games. Here's a job you could get yeah. someday. Like they are designing Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I almost want to go to school <laughs> and learn how to do that. Yeah. It's so cool. It's very cool. Um, and I learned that like a three minute, You'd not be even great a at three that, minute way. scene, like a 30 second scene people yeah. work on for months. Yeah. And then one day they decide like, actually that scene, it's not going to work for the storyline. So they just like chop it out, chop it. And they're oh like, oh, gutted that they're all of their work yeah. just got thrown out. And then they start again on whatever the next scene is. Mm-hmm. It was I the, the it. work that goes into those movies is incredible. Mm-hmm. The there's also like another series that the boys have really been enjoying on Disney Plus called Unusual Animal Unlikely Friends. Yeah, Unlikely Unlikely Animal animal Friends. friends. It's like a goat that's a friend with a horse or a cat that's a friend with a horse or a zebra that's a friend with a... Dog that's a friend with a parrot and so many random things. So funny and the boys love it. (laughs) Uh, The the boys do not like watching 
a lot of new fiction shows. Mm-hmm. I, they're they're afraid of the unknown. Yes, especially Grayson. You can really convince Logan, but you can't convince Grayson for anything to watch a new movie, which is why he won't watch Frozen. Yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't like when people are hurt. Yeah, he doesn't like it when they're treated poorly or they're going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. It just he. It, it's like nails on chalkboard to him, I feel yep. like. He just runs and screams. And so I love to sit and watch movies with them. And so it's so frustrating to me that we can't find anything. Well, I figured out that they will watch almost anything nonfiction. Yep. Anything. Documentaries. Yes. Or, yeah. And like they do not care watching a cheetah or a lion or whatever, like, eat a zebra. Yeah. The, the zebra will be ripped apart to shreds. They Blood don't care. squirting out. Totally and, fine. Yep. <laughs> But as soon as Elsa starts singing, oh my gosh, let it go. He'll run tears. screaming and crying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I've been really happy to find that we can finally share some TV together. Yep. So anyway, that's what I've been doing. I'm sorry. I did not have a very good Disney trivia. That's okay. That's but all right. Next time. Sounds good. Or maybe the time after next time. <laughs> time yeah, after time. Too. All right, friends. Have a great day. Yeah.